Welcome to the Diet Diaries. I'm Mama Cakes and this is the podcast All Things Mamahood. In 2020, I found myself pregnant and taking on parenting all on my own. Here is my podcast. Welcome to the Diet Diaries episode 8. Ah, we've had 8 episodes. Um I have a very special guest, Mel. Hello Mel. Hi. <laughs> so a little My bit God. of backstory is um Mel had listened to one of the episodes, one of the previous episodes, and it opened up a conversation between me and her about her journey. Um, And I only know a little bit about it. And I thought, actually, she's a perfect person to come on and to tell us all about motherhood. So let's get cracking. First question from the beginning, really. Just tell me your journey about motherhood. Well, it hasn't been easy. It's still a roller coaster now, actually. Mm. Um, So I got pregnant at 17 and Mm. gave birth at 18. Um, you know what? I wasn't, I was, I wasn't ready. Okay. I wasn't ready. He, everyone asked, was, was it a mistake or, you know, was he planned right. or anything like that? Mm. And I was, I would never say he's a mistake. I would never say, well, I will say he's planned. He wasn't planned. Sorry. He wasn't mm. planned. He is a, he is a surprise. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's a, he, he is a blessing and, you know, um, having a child is a blessing and uh yeah like I said I wasn't ready I was a teenager I was still going to college um and having to find out I was pregnant at college and you know Mm. being in a traditional Filipino family they want you to finish college they want you to go to uni and stuff like that and I fell pregnant but you know what he taught me responsibility So he, your Uh, son, you you have a son. Yeah, Hmm. Yeah, he taught me responsibility and he taught me the true, he taught me the true meaning of love. Oh. And, you know, I I couldn't, I can't see myself without him. Hmm. And and, and it's nice because we have grown up together. Okay. Just a baby having a baby. How old is he now? He's 16 this year. Wow. Wow. So let's go back a little bit. So you yeah. were going to college and you were yeah. in a relationship with Alvin. Yeah. And then you fell pregnant. How do you, uh, I know it seems like a long time ago, but do you remember <laughs> like what you felt? And so you were in a relationship. Yeah. And was, was it a long, I think it was a long term, wasn't it? It was a long term relationship. Yeah. You know, we were together at what, towards the end of secondary school we lived in with ends different ends of the earth (laughs) as I say he's like all the way in West London um you know what we we were nervous Mm. you know he knew that oh oh my god what are we gonna do Mm. we we need we need money because well he was working I think part-time whilst Mm. he was studying and obviously I wasn't working I was just studying and it's just what are we going to do? How are we going to tell our parents? Gosh. Um, you know, they probably think we're still virgins. <laughs> <laughs> it was nerve-wracking. It was so nerve-wracking. And, you know, upon telling my parents, mm. I've just come off having my big, 
big debut. Okay, so a debut for all those who don't know is like a big 18th party, like a big one. Okay. Yeah. So you were pregnant I, then? I was pregnant then for everyone who didn't know. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Surprise! 16 years later, <laughs> I was pregnant. Um, I was pretending I was drinking, so I had a glass of water oh, and a wine glass. Wow. glass. Okay. Yeah, a glass of water. Um, uh, yeah, it was it was difficult because obviously my parents spending so much money on that, mm. and then dropping a bombshell to them mm. a, a month after was a bit much. Do you they remember just, telling them? Yeah, I do. Oh God, I remember, tell us. remember it like it was yesterday. So I thought, because I'm young, I was just stupid. So <laughs> I thought, let me tell them late at night when they're tired <laughs> and they can't be bothered with me okay so I remember my sister was still here my half sister um <laughs> and uh my mum and dad and Alvin we were all in the living room and we said we had to we have to tell you something and I couldn't physically get the words oh. out of my mouth because I was just so nervous and they obviously thinking what's going on mm. so my had word and said she's pregnant and I was like oh my god oh my god I mean my the room fell silent okay my mom was not speaking and then all of a sudden I heard a big thump (gasps) on the sofa and it was my dad it was my dad, and he was like, I don't believe it. Oh, my God. You spent so much money, blah, blah, blah. And I was, and it just went on and on and on, and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, so they I were upset do? about because they had just treated you to a big party, basically. Yeah. Ah, right. And obviously because uh, I'm still a baby in yes, their eyes. Yes, and it's, team, You yeah. know, it's a baby having a baby. Mm. I know my brother was there as well. What was his reaction? So you got a younger brother. Um, yeah, you know what? It, he wasn't happy mm. um, because it was. He was actually one of the hardest people to tell. Oh, okay. Why? Yeah, so he was quite. He was quite upset with me because he was one of the last people to know. So mm. you know, till this day, like when I do think about, it, I felt I feel really bad because we do have a close relationship. Yeah, very close. But I don't know. I don't know if for some reason I just found it really hard to tell him. What do you think um, that was about, though? What's that? Sorry. What do you think that that was about? Why was it hard to tell him out of all people? <sighs> to be honest, I I don't even remember why. Mm. It's just so long ago. <laughs> so you found yourself pregnant. You're in a relationship, and I'm assuming here that Alvin was supportive throughout the pregnancy and the the labour, and he was still with you, wasn't he? Yeah, he was still with me. So, obviously, after telling my parents, Mm. um, I was hungry. (laughs) (laughs) It was, like, really late at night, and I remember me, my brother, and Alvin, we went to our local kebab shop. (laughs) And we just sat there and we were just speaking about everything. And then, you know, I think after that, my my mum and dad, uh, or more my dad, mm. had barred Alvin from coming to see oh, me. wow, okay. Throughout majority of my pregnancy. Oh, that's so, tough. 
I, it was really tough. It wasn't an easy pregnancy. I mean, have, having Reese grow in my belly was mm. easy. Mm. And, you know, but it was the emotions behind mm. it, not having my partner there with me constantly. Mm. And um, I would have to travel uh, all the way to West London to see him mm. and then come back. And at the time, we weren't driving. So, you know, we had to take the train there. And it was the year of a heat wave as mm. well. So it was difficult. And I think at that point, after I had told my dad for for about maybe a month or so, mm. I did feel alone. Mm. Like I didn't have the support of my family just yet. Okay. Because I just needed to accept that I was pregnant at 18. Was it something that were you able to talk about with someone else? Did you have any yeah, I, her? My I my mum my auntie, she okay. was she was there for me. And you know, there was one aunt who, who didn't who disagreed with my decision. Okay. And there was another aunt who was like, But it's your body. Um, it's up to you what you wanna do. Mm. Um, but it was actually my college teacher oh. who I who I had a great relationship with and she was Filipino and her name was Mel as well <laughs> I I was crying the day after I had told my parents so I came into college I was so upset mm. and she said oh what's wrong and I said um I'm pr- uh, and she thought I was upset because I didn't do my coursework oh if only she because <laughs> <laughs> it was doing that day so I said I'm pregnant. I just told my parents and, you know, she helped and advised me and she actually came to my house to speak to my parents for me. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And what, what, just to try and yeah, what was the purpose soften of that? the blow, I guess. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. So can I ask them, you were 17, having baby age, what was it like being a teen mum? Like you said, a baby um, having a baby. And if you think about it now, um, you said your son's 16. So next year, it would, like you'd be, yeah. Just thinking about yeah. it. What is, what is that like to reflect on? So my personal experience. Yeah. You know what? I, it, was, it was hard seeing everyone going to college and university. And having to, you know, I had all my friends going, oh, we're going to Freshers' Fair and, you know, meeting new people and stuff like that. And I was, how I saw it, it was like, I'm stuck at home with a baby. Like, I want to experience stuff like that. Um, but, you know, that FOMO feeling mm. died very quickly because I had a baby. I have a baby to look after. And you you know how it is with uh with baby cakes. Mm. You know, smiles and oh, the giggles yeah. and the cuddles. You just forget everything that you're feeling. Who cares of what you what you're what you're missing out on? Mm. But you I know? think for, for for you being sixteen and oh sorry, being yeah. seventeen. Uh, that is a huge responsibility. Like, even I'm I'm in my 30s and I just had my first child. It's such a... I can't even imagine what that was like. Like, how how were you? How, how did you manage? So, you know what? Because of 
the disappointment I felt with oh. from my mum and my mm-hmm. dad. Right. I'm just one of those people who are just determined to prove everyone wrong. <laughs> so, you know, even till this day, even till this day, I still feel like I have something to prove oh. to my mum and dad that I can I can do it. And I've been doing it, you know, like I had a C-section. Mm. I had an emergency C-section and I was still living at my parents at the time. And it was little things like, you know, you know, when you have a C-section, you can't get up yeah. as quickly mm. as you can. And I remember very clearly, like it was yesterday that, you know, Reese was crying. Oh. He was in his little cot and, um, I was trying to get up as fast as I can to attend to him, but my mom had come in first mm. and she said, no, I'll take him. Don't worry. Just relax. I said, no, he's my baby. I can do it. Mm. And she said, no, look at you. You're in pain and you're crying. And I was like, I can do it. And then, you know, and like, I think me being a teen, it's having to prove something to my parents. Mm. Like I've made this decision. I can do it. Were they supportive but, um, then in the end? It sounds like, as in when Reese was oh, born, were they, yeah, did they? You know what? My, my mum had changed her mind quite quickly because she realised that I was being serious, that I was keeping Reese. Mm-hmm. Um, it was my dad, he took it a little harder. Mm-hmm. Um, but funny enough, it was my dad who started taking annual leave during his due date my dad took annual leave on all of his birthdays now and you know I think it's when they when my bump started to grow they started to fall in love with the bump Mm. and then excitement came and you know they were hoping I would have a girl or there were because Reese is the first great-grandchild in my family So I think that's why it was so exciting. There's finally a baby in the family. And if people don't know, I have a massive, massive family. So, you know, everyone started to get so excited. So I not not just the support of my immediate family, but my whole family. And uh, at that point, I didn't feel alone. And, and I also can't forget Alvin and his family. Oh, were they his, supportive? Was his yeah, like Alvin came to every appointment that he could. Mm. So obviously he was working and studying. Um, his mom was so helpful. You know, she started prepping for Reese's arrival, and even in the hospital, um, his uh, his godfather on you know on Alvin's side, who mm. we chose, mm. he he um he, him and Alvin were both in the hospital with my mom and my brother mm. and we were all waiting so that everyone was heavily involved what was I'm so, just wondering what was like healthcare professions like to you being a teen were they I'm just thinking I wonder were they judgmental of your age <laughs> or you know what they saw me and they were like oh another teen oh. another teenager but they gave me props because I took the pain well <laughs> Because they were like, you are the best teen pa- uh, teen parent we've experienced, mm. and they were like, you know, you're so quiet, you're 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 easy to take care of. But when I'm in pain, I just don't want to talk to anybody. Mm. I just need to concentrate. Mm. And I just remember 
where my room is, I could see the waiting room and I could see my brother, Alvin, and Reese's godfather. And my mum my mom and Alvin were switching uh, positions from each room. Mm. And um, I could see them playing poker. Uh, but they're just patiently waiting. So they they're became patient- one big, like they united then towards yeah. the end. They united. They, they united towards the end because I, I had to beg my dad to uh, have Alvin come back into the house because I was about eight months and I was like I can't travel anymore it's too much and you know my dad being the traditional Filipino dad mm. was like I need him to say sorry oh, so say sorry like, to him to your dad yeah oh okay wow I don't, I don't know but you know Alvin was a good sport and apologise then mm. <laughs> he was able to come back in and be the supportive dad that he is. I mean, one of the episodes I talked a lot, uh, I think it was episode one, I talked a lot about having fear about people gossiping or talking about me and my situation mm. being a single mum. Did you face that? Okay. I did. I did face it because as, you know, as debuts were a thing, the big 18th birthdays were such a thing. I was still interpreting those even when I was pregnant. Mm. And I remember there was one 18th birthday I attended and they were like, oh, congratulations, I heard. I was like, heard what? <laughs> because I didn't tell any, I didn't really tell anyone. Mm. So they were like, no, I heard that you're pregnant. I was like, okay. Thank you. <laughs> that must have been such a shock. Yeah, and I think, you know what, um, I have one of my artists, I know that you know, and she had a teen baby. Mm. Uh, she had a baby at a teenage, mm. and I got a lot of um, comparison with her. Oh, okay. In so a good way or a bad way? or Good and bad. Because okay. obviously everyone wants the best for you and live your life because you're still young mm. and stuff like that and it's like look you know so and so can't do anything at the moment because she's looking after a baby but you know if you look us look at us both now mm. we're doing really well mm. and having a baby doesn't stop you from doing anything it's just more of a little challenge I mean mm. you can take your baby with you anyway <laughs> what's the problem it's just a plus one. It's exactly, just a plus one. Sorry, I'm coming to your birthday and I'm bringing my child, <laughs> even if I'm the only one who has a child in the, in in my friend circle. You sound so. You sounded back then as well, really just determined. You know, your baby was a surprise, and you just were like, "No, this is my baby. This is my choice. This is my body. I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do it well." And that just sounds incredible. Um, so I felt like. I feel like you just were someone who didn't care what other people thought about you. Or or was there an element of caring? There was an element of caring. Hmm. But when you do have a little human depending <laughs> on you, hmm. you just don't care. You hmm. eventually, it just, that disappears. Yeah. Because you're not just, you're not thinking about yourself now. Mm. you're thinking about your child mm. and you know you're you're trying to protect them as much as you can I mean you'll take a bullet for them mm. so caring what people think of you just went out the window 
and you know you're just doing the best that you can mm. as a person and as a mum like you know with Alvin not being able to see him often as he would want to mm. I had to try and do as much as I can to not fill the void but just to be the best parent that I can mm. when Alvin's not around as well okay and you know that's all I can say about mm. that to be honest I mean who cares what about people think <laughs> So um, one of the reasons why um, also I wanted to come uh, you to come on to the show is just to talk about single being a single mum, but because your dynamics actually changed between you and Alvin. Do you want to just going to give a bit of background of what changed? Yeah. So, you know, having a baby when you're a teenager and, you know, we were both still so young. Um, it took, having a baby is very testing to any relationship. Mm. You know, it takes patience. And I think where we were still learning about life <laughs> and having, having to have a baby, you know, it was very testing. There's so much tension. And then, you know, we eventually had to split. Mm. And um, it was tough at that point. But, you know looking at looking at us now mm. we are we are now better off as friends okay. and we co-parent very well mm. and I have to also give props to his wife Mel mm. obviously same names <laughs> uh Mel and obviously my ex at the time mm. um they were very supportive so you know in terms of being a single mum mm. Um, after splitting I mean I'd I only used it formally okay but you, if you know what I mean but you didn't feel so, you were was it more yeah, co-parenting do you feel what's that sorry do you feel like it was more co-parenting when you split it is more co-parenting and I think I was um, explaining it to somebody the other day and mm. I said, I only use the single mum term mm. formally on documentation. Mm. Okay. You know, when you have to apply for things, single parent. <laughs> mm. um, it, it really is just co-parenting because Alvin took the role of dad very seriously and he was there um, physically, emotionally and financially. Even you after know, you split up? Yeah, oh. after we split up. Obviously, we're teenagers and there's still things that we were bickering about. Mm, mm. Um, you know, we were still getting to know each other and still having to learn a, a, learn to be parents. Mm. But that kind of, that, this kind of thing just takes time. Mm. And, you know, when Mel came into the picture, obviously, I'm like, I was like, who's this person <laughs> coming into... Reese's life god that's you a know. whole different dynamic isn't it someone else yeah coming. yeah it's someone else coming into the picture and also he felt exactly the same way when my ex came into the picture mm. you know who's this guy who you know it's the fear of having someone taking your place okay so the fact that you felt that she was going to try and play a mothering role to Reese? yeah okay. like I'm the mum mm. I'm 
this is my child but also you're trying to protect your child because I would just I just wanted to make sure that my child was with someone mm. who cares about them yeah. as much as I do and but I had to learn and get to know her mm. so I obviously voiced my concerns with Alvin so mm. she and so you know she ended up coming out of the car mm. when Alvin came to pick Reese up for the weekend and then it just all started from there but as teenagers still as young young parents there was still you know these feelings mm. of you know is she gonna be a better mother than me oh. or you know I don't want to feel deal like with that though how did you as in not deal with her coming in but just deal with those massive feelings of could she be a better mum than me that's a lot yeah I mean it, I think it was just feeling that she was going to replace me but at the end of the day I was just like you know what Reese knows I'm mummy yeah Reese knows I'm mummy I'm I'm always going to be there hmm. and those feelings change for, throughout the years and when when Reese goes to Alvin and Mel's now, mm. and my friends and family ask, "Oh, where's Reese?" and I'm like, "Oh, he's at mom and dad's house," <laughs> and I don't bother saying stepmom um, because she's a great mother and she plays a massive role in Reese's life. And even if I have problems of my own mm. with Reese, I will call them and I'm like, "Oh my God, how do you feel about this?" Um, I feel, you know, nervous, anxious, excited mm-hmm. about certain things. And, you know, we will all talk about it. And, you know, even if they have a problem with Reese over there, um, they will call me and ask how should we punish him? Mm-hmm. What is the right action to take? So we are a unit. But let's you know? be honest, Mel. Let's be honest. This feels very rare. This idea yeah. of a blended family feels very rare. Um, but it's beautiful. It's so beautiful to hear. How did you get there? How, <laughs> you know, let, let's be honest. It's very rare. You know, you're friends. You're actually friends um, with Mel. Um, mm-hmm. how, how did you get there? How did this all come about? You know what? I had, I obviously had to ask Mel her permission. <laughs> and, um, you know, is it okay for us to tell us our, our story and mm. she was like why not oh. why not tell our story because it's a positive story Such everyone loves our story. story it's rare mm. and you know obviously getting over that kind of jealousy replacement mm. feeling afterwards um because initially initially no not even that i think it was afterwards um there was a passing on Alvin's side and I knew she was going to be there. Mm -hmm. And Alvin had told me prior to that, that Mel was pregnant with her first child, but she just wanted as well. So I was there like, I didn't know how to feel because I know that I was over him as an ex, Mm. but then it's having another child involved. So I was just like, Reese is going to have a brother or sister. Mm. How do I deal with this? So I was just like, I'm going to be the bigger person. <laughs> <laughs> I 
And obviously during um, this passing, I attended the funeral um, because obviously I was, I'm, I was still, I am still close with their family. And um, during the reception, I had pulled Mel aside and I said, look, I know you're pregnant with either Reese's brother or sister. And I want to have Reese heavily involved in his little brother or sister's life because because coming from a big family it's just so nice to have a sibling mm. and you know and he'll be Koya big brother mm. um so we had a little bit of a chat and obviously everyone's like oh my god the males are talking <laughs> the males are talking <laughs> oh my god what's gonna happen is there gonna be beef and stuff <laughs> And I was just like, no, obviously I was very nervous in speaking with her mm. because um, I know that she's now going to be in the picture mm. and it's having to fully, fully accept her, you know, and I, I obviously accepted her beforehand, but it, now it's, it seems concrete because they have a child together now. So we had a chat and then I think since then, you know, she made a conscious effort too. So, okay. you know, um, once uh, uh, Corey was born, so Reese ended up having a little brother, um, I was invited to the hospital to meet Corey. What? Sorry, I've got a shocked face. Wow, that is really blended family here. Yeah, and we started right from the beginning. Okay. You know, you just have to... Uh, because I said to her, we need to start somewhere and it has to be, we have to have a foundation mm. and it's not about us anymore. It's about the kids. Mm. And we just want to think, we would just want to make sure that the kids have a great relationship and, you know, just put your feelings aside because it's not about you anymore. So we just started from there and, you know, we, you know, from getting invited to the hospital meeting, you know, Corey for the first time. Reese was holding his little brother. I got emotional. Everyone got emotional in the room. It was really nice. And I think that's where it all started. So obviously, you know, we had the Chris, Corey's christening. I was invited to that. and But that was the first time I met Mel's massive family too. Mm -hmm. So there was like, oh, that's the other Mel, Reese's mom. <laughs> at, at the time, everyone already they already know Reese and they, they've already Mel's family have already accepted Reese as their own okay. as their their own grandchild the first one so you know it's it came to a shock when you know seeing seeing Reese interact with everyone and knowing them mm. and comfortably knowing them and giving them cuddles and kisses and stuff and I think the the first time that I realized that they really cared about him because you have to physically see it for yourself is I remember it was uh Corey's christening Reese was running around he was still a, a young little boy how old was he, he? uh I think he was four or three okay, okay. I, 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 I don't know. um fell in the garden and instantly as a mum, you'll be like, oh, my God, my baby, are you okay? It wasn't just me who done, who done that. It was Alvin. It was Mel. It was uh, some of her family members. 
um, Alvin's mum and I was like, okay, I think I'll just step back and just let everyone deal with him. So that's when I learned that everyone cares for mm. him. It's not just me who has this love for him. Everyone cared and that's when I realised, you know what, I can step back a little and I can trust everyone around me. Mm. It's not just me who's raising him you know, everyone else is, and they're helping me. And that's where my support is. Mm. So that's when I realized on that, and that West side, I realized that I wasn't alone. And that's where co-parenting had started really blooming. Cause since then I was invited to every birthday, every Christmas. Um, when, you know, uh, Reese now has a little sister. Mm. invited to the baby shower. Oh christening birthdays I was invited to Mel and Alvin's wedding wow so that is a big was, deal <laughs> yeah me and my ex were you know mm. very heavily involved with their family and they saw us as you know family so you know sitting uh, imagine me <laughs> the baby mum sitting on one of the main tables at the front at the wedding reception <gasps> And even people there were shocked. Hmm. They were like, I didn't think you were going to be here. I was like, why not? Why wouldn't I be here? Hmm. I was like, I, lo- I, I, I love Melan. I love Melan Alvin. You know? hmm. Even writing in their guest book when I was drunk, I was like, oh, I wouldn't ask for any other mother for Reese. You know? And I still feel like that now. volumes about your personality and your heart as well. It really does speak volumes because I feel like there's so much about drama, women on women drama, like we always have to have beef, we always have to be arguing, but there's something about you and the other male that about, like what you said, it's not about the child, it's, I mean, it's not about you, it's about the child and that, I just, honestly, that's beautiful to hear. Yeah, I mean, I think what it is, is that we have so much in common. <laughs> <laughs> the two males, I love we it. <laughs> are, we are the males, and it's so funny because we have the same ditzy moments. <laughs> you know, we love, to, we love to have a laugh. We love, we love to watch similar things. Like, even most recently, we, we dress quite similar as well. <laughs> I mean, I dropped Reese the other day. Oh, I picked him up, sorry. I was like, I have those joggers, ASOS. And she was like, yeah! She's you know, your friend. So, she's your friend. And I think that's beautiful. I really honestly think that's beautiful. She is, she, you know what? She is more than a friend, you know. And let me give you guys an idea of how close we are. Like, and I have, obviously, a new partner. Okay. And, um everyone's hoping for us to have a baby soon oh. and Mel and I are so close that I would actually make her a godmother okay oh. let's just throw that spanner in the works <laughs> we have the same name my partner now and Alvin have the same birthday oh. and yes I'll make her godmother yes I will <laughs> wow other Mel when you're listening she's already made you godmother okay <laughs> Absolutely but that's it. how close we are. Mm, that is... That's how close. So let's talk about your son. So 
So he's a teenager. And I just, I want to know, and I think all the listeners want to know, what does it feel like to have a teen? Tell us all. (sighs) Where do I start? Um, Okay, so having a teenager Mm. is different to having a running around toddler. um, And having a newborn baby. Uh, it's it's uh, obviously having a younger child is physically tiring mm. having a teenager is mentally tiring oh. <laughs> <laughs> um it's it's got to the point now you know currently with Reese and I we're talking about life stuff like Ooh. you know he's he's been asking me questions about how do credit cards work and oh. how car finance work and you know all of that stuff and I'm like you know what it's good to talk about it because mm. my mum and dad didn't really speak to me yeah. about stuff like that um you know I think Reese had changed from child to teen and his attitude to life is when he went into secondary school he goes mm. to stay in front of mm. like he goes to all boys school and I think him having um being an only child in east mm. I say that because not an only child in West London. Mm. Um, him ha- having a form a circle of friends had helped him because most of them are, um, most of them do not have siblings, so they're only kids as well. So he found um, his family. He found mm. his boys. His personality had changed from coming from a primary school boy now to a teenager. Like mm. he knows everything, mm. you know. Um, it's weird to have, it's weird to walk into my house sometimes and his boys are here, mm. you know. We're not, we're not arranging play dates anymore. <laughs> no he, more play dates. He, he's like, mommy, uh, do you mind if so-and-so comes around? Obviously pre-COVID. Mm. Um, uh, do you mind if so-and-so can come around? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'm the only mum who accepts sleepovers, so all of his boys love me because I'm like, <laughs> oh cool hip young mum yeah and their you must be the cool young mum at school yeah. yeah I'm the cool young mum um but I think now having a real teenager at 15 16 mm. he's thinking about girls mm. um, makes me nervous <laughs> um <laughs> it makes it, may, it makes me Mel really nervous. Have you had that chance? Um, but he recently. So let me just tell you, he has a girlfriend now. Okay, okay. His first, his first proper girlfriend mm-hmm. um, with anniversary date and everything. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we had to have that talk. But obviously with Mel and I, we're just like, oh, my God, what do we do? What have you said to him already? And obviously, you know, all four of us already had this conversation. Um, So Alvin has had his dad and son Mm -hmm. sex talk. Me, Mel and I took a different approach and we're like, if you make us grandmothers before the age of 40, we won't forgive you. (laughs) Very different approach. yeah, because listen, we're only thirty-three <laughs> with a sixteen-year-old, which is cool because mm. people my age now are ha- just having their first baby. Yeah, me. Yeah. So, so I'm there, like, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
No, but it is hard because, you know, there's there's certain um, scenarios that I've experienced with Reese, and I was just like, get out of my face. Mm. Like, I can't deal with you right now. I even had to have him sleep over at my mom's house because I was so angry at him. Mm. But it's having it's having to learn how to deal with him because he's not a child and he understands. So you need to learn how to speak to them as young adults. And, it's, and it also depends on how they are as a person because mm. they now had found, found their identity. Mm. So you just need to learn what kind of person he is and how you should talk to them. Because sometimes I'll just freak out. Mm. But at the end of the day, I would apologize for my reaction. But, you know, it's still a first. Everything that's happening now is still a first for me. Yeah. So, and I don't have anyone to relate to no one has a teen boy mm. most of my friends have teen girls I said most one family <laughs> they have teen girls and I I have no one to speak to about it or to advise me on how to deal with it so it's I'm still writing my manual as I'm going along and thankfully I have Mel Alvin and Jeff mm. to, to help with raising a teen it must be so hard. I can just think of what I was like as a teen and just and you having to deal with like yeah, just so I wonder... Yeah, just you just have to put yourself in their shoes and be like, How was I as a fifteen year old? Mm, mm. And then and then I think, Oh my god, I done this at fifteen. <laughs> oh my god, this is gonna be wanting to do certain things and trying different things and I'm just like ah <laughs> All right, I want to um, ask um, one last question. Well, not really a question, but so for mums, because I feel like you have a wealth, you have 16 years experience in motherhood um, and the first of 16 years on this podcast. If you could have three tips for mums, (laughs) what would it be? Go on. And also a parent co-parenting, that's new as well. Like what would be your tips? Because you got you got such a wealth of experience. Uh, where to start? <laughs> uh, okay, so if you guys are trying to co-parent, mm-hmm. I think what's most important is starting fresh. Okay. Leave mm. your personal feelings aside of for each other because mm. you know there's there's people who are experiencing different and difficult things mm. with each other but it's all about the child or children yeah and they're your pride and joy even if you're together or not so just work together try and work together just try because it's nice when your 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 child is like, yeah, my mum and daddy are not together, but they're good friends. Honestly, that is beautiful, beautiful. Okay, so yeah. one, right? What what is your other two? That's one. Yeah. Um. With any parent, mm-hmm. if you're co-parenting or, or you're a single mum, mm-hmm. and having a teen, or eventually having a teen. Mm-hmm. Just trust your parenting. Okay. Trust your parenting because they are finding their identity Mm. and they want to be independent. And you just have to make sure that 
the things that you had told from when there were one till now, mm-hmm. you are their role model. They see you every day. They see how you react to things and how you deal with situations. And they're only gonna they're only gonna mimic what they have seen mm. in your house. So try and be cautious of what you say and do. Okay. But we're only human. Yeah. I saw him out and I swear at him. Mm. I don't expect him to swear at me, but mm. you know, I expect him to, you know, just be the young man that he is, respectful and trustworthy. I just trust your parenting okay. guys like honestly just and third you, you know you're doing a good job what would be your third and final tip my third and final tip for the single mums mm-hmm. you are not alone mm. when you feel like you're alone and you're having to deal with everything just remember you have a support system mm-hmm. somewhere even if it's if you don't have family you have your friends Mm. even though you feel like they are busy with life you you know they're there you know you're you know you have a support system and you can do it you're doing an amazing job and just don't forget about it because this little human is looking at you saying she's amazing (laughs) you know do you know what I mean Mm. like Honestly, just don't forget that because they're depending on you mm. and you're just doing an amazing job. You're just not alone. And if anything, if you guys want help, I'm here. I've got a teenager. I can leave them. <laughs> I can help you guys. <laughs> Mel, I have absolutely loved um, speaking to you. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. So that was episode eight with Mel. It was really interesting, especially as a first-time mum in my 30s, thinking about the journey so far. Wow, to do that when you're 18, what an experience that must have been. Okay, see you in episode nine.